2: Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Good
1: Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio.
3: Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by old trapper Beef Jerky. We are live here in New York City, Tuesday, October 4th. I'm Sarah Walsh and for Jamie Erdahl, alongside Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, our Super Bowl champion, Jason McCourty. What a day.
1: What I guess. Time for the lead block. Let's lead, block, lead, lead block. block! What's up with the Super Bowl champs? Let's see what Matthew Stafford and Sean McVay have to say after that tough loss to the Niners. One of those games we knew it was gonna be a, a battle. Um, you know, we weren't we were good enough, you know, myself, and, you know, first and foremost in the red zone, had some opportunities to put some points up and, and didn't, uh, didn't get touchdowns there, and that's, you know, probably the difference in the game.
4: The story of the night from an offensive perspective was, you know, self-inflicted wounds, um, you know, just above-the-neck errors where we're not doing the things that we're capable of, and I expect us to, to be better than that. The things that we didn't do to execute, you know, you don't take away any credit from the 49ers, Jordan, um, but a lot of it was just things that guys that we're counting on didn't do what they're supposed to do.
3: So the Rams' offense struggled again last night. And if you take a look at how the first four weeks of the season compare to how they started last season, it is a significant drop-off. So as they move forward trying to defend their title, what is wrong with the Rams right now? Peter. Where do you
5: want to begin? I mean, mm-hmm. honestly, she you want to do a three-hour show? I watched that game last night, and I'm going to start with the <laughs> offensive line issues. This is the fourth straight game with a different offensive line combination. You know, Joseph Noteboom has been fine at left tackle, filling in for Whitworth. Bobby Evans at left guard. There was issues there. Brian Allen hasn't played since week one. Shelton goes down. So your third center, Jeremiah Colonnais, is playing last night. Right guard, we had two injuries there. So now Lamar Jackson's in there. Heavenstein's going to be solid at right tackle. Stafford is under duress at the entire game last night. So he goes back to pass, and it's just like before he can even get in his motion, there's a man breathing on him. You mm-hmm. can't win football games that way. And I would like to put it out there to anyone who's getting paid a lot of money to play receiver for the Rams uh, other than Cooper Cup. If you want to, you know, maybe make your presence known. Don't call anybody out. Uh, ma- Allen Robinson has two catches for seven yards last night. These are the leading receivers besides. Cooper Cup on this team right now. That's through four games. That's not last night's stat line. Okay? Skaralnik, who's playing fullback these days. Allen Robinson has nine catches through four games. Um, The Rams' offense is in disarray right now. They need to figure things out. Sean is saying that it's self-inflicted wounds. Have to get it right because the season is now a month in. Stafford under duress at all times, throwing mistaking uh, passes, and then the guys he's throwing to is basically... Cooper Cup, and nobody else. Um, There has to be a trust in those players, and there also has to be a way to get them to rock. Uh, this is not going to be a Super Bowl champion team if that's the offense they trot out
2: week after week. It's
1: rough. I was given a note here that um, at Cooper Cup is at a rate to finish the season with 179 catches, mm. which the record is 149, and that's a really bad thing. Like You don't want a guy catching 179 passes. The other wide receivers have 26 after four games. it's just drop back and look for Cooper. Uh, Matthew Stafford has not thrown a touchdown in back-to-back games for the first time in six years. What's going on with Stafford? Because we went through the whole preseason thing, and is he injured? What's going on with the arm? The protection's one thing. Um, in Plass's passes going over 20 yards in the air, he's three for 14 with two picks this season. He has attempted over two, he attempted two passes downfield yesterday. They were both incomplete. At this point last year, he had three touchdown passes that traveled more than 40 yards wow. in the air. Mm. So he's not throwing deep at all. Last year he was lighting up the skies um i don't know if he's injured if he's just gotten old or if he's really uncomfortable it might be all three but it can't be none there's something going on. i actually have a lot of faith in mcveigh and he's earned it and i saw nine points is, is that the fewest he's ever had no he's had six points two different times he bounced back from it mcveigh is the man i trust him completely i really do he's two and two he's not on four the staffer thinks a different deal. If he's uncomfortable, if he has no chemistry with Robinson, if he's not comfortable, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of Rodgers and Devontae last year. They're like, where's 17? Where's 17? You can't go 180 catches to Cooper Cup and get to the playoffs and win a Super Bowl. You just can't.
5: Let me ask you, you watch the Bears a lot, and the, the issue always with Allen Robinson was like, if he only had a quarterback... Uh-huh. The, I know he's a lovely guy and we've had him on the show and he's a great guy. Like <laughs> Alan having watched him with the Bears and the Jaguars, like what do you I've always to
1: thought him? he was spectacular. I thought he was gonna have 1,200 yards this Me too. year. And it's always, well, he had Trubisky, and he had this guy and this guy. Well, Bortles now guy, Matthew Trubisky. Stafford. I, I don't think it's a physical thing. I think it's a chemistry thing or a scheme thing or a trust thing, Jason.
4: Throw him the ball. Last night, Higby and Cup got 33 targets. Those two players, wow. Tyler Higby uh-huh. and Cooper Cup, 33 targets. If you total up every other receiver's targets, and rushing attempts to the running backs, 31. Mm. 31 touches, or just not even touches, targets, targets. to That's them, yeah, 31 compared to those two players. 33 targets. How do you change that? How do you how do you force Stafford to throw, throw to Robinson? Throw a screen to him, the first play. a wide receiver screen. Get him throw them. a slant to him, throw the ball to him, get the ball in his hands. If they're playing off coverage, snap the ball, just throw it right out to him, get the ball in his hands, and let him do something with him. He's getting paid a lot of money. We're saying he's not producing, but he needs targets. You got to throw him the ball. Find a way. Like you said, we trust McVay. Find a Try way him. to get him the ball. And for me though, this Rams offense is dealing with a ton of injuries. Injuries all over the place for them on the offensive line. Van Jefferson hasn't been out there. So when you look at them, they need to get healthy to be able to compete. Hold on. They, sh-
1: they showed the suite last night, and yeah. there's Trent Williams, and, and there's the quarterback, and don't there's the receiver. Yeah. injury. Talk. I don't want to hear it. You
4: say, what's the problem? If you can't block anybody, yeah. they've had starters get injured, then they had backups get injured. So, yes, Trent Williams, there were superstars for the 49ers out. But if you don't have the depth to back up those guys and be able to play – it doesn't matter, and mm-hmm. to me, a guy like Van Jefferson missing has been huge because you look at him, we are talking about who's getting the ball. Maybe he doesn't trust Allen Robinson enough to throw the ball out there. They have an open locker room for Odell Beckham, but the way they're playing, I see no reason why he yeah, would decide cool. in November to sign with the Rams. There would be better options for him, but Van Jefferson is a guy who hasn't been out there. He's on IRs, dealing with a knee injury. That's and what you're saying. See, I mean, honestly, I honestly, love, love you. You're miss. saying the reason the offense isn't going, because Van Jefferson's not out there. I'm saying he would help. The reason – that not as good part of the reason could be everybody spoke about retirement in the offseason and when you watch them them out there playing football they look like they did retire at some point in the offseason when you're drinking in 1942 you're having a good time and hell there's nothing wrong with that I won one Super Bowl and I told my brother I'm okay with one of them (laughs) I don't need multiple one is just fine and they look like that
3: so here's the thing to your point you win one Super Bowl you know how hard, and you hear it all the time, how hard it is to go back yeah. and win it again the next year. This is a team. You're hoisting the Lombardi here. Everything's great. And then you know what happens? You, I mean, look, you should aspire to this. This is what you want. But there is a massive, massive target that comes the second after you raise that trophy. And that target is on the Rams' back. And so, and some guys will say, we love that. We love playing the target. We want it. It means we're the best. But I saw this with the Buccaneers being with them, you know, right the year after they won that Super Bowl. Every loss, every little thing that is wrong is magnified. Where it's a loss for somebody else, it is a... Super Bowl champs lost Mm -hmm. the game last night. The Rams Mm -hmm. didn't just lose the game to a Niners defense that, oh, by the way, was really good last night. Like, the Niners have a really good defense. The Niners are a good team. You didn't just lose a game last night. The Super Bowl champs lost a game last night. The Super Bowl champs have lost two games. A lot of teams have lost two games. I think we were about to go to it. You see the little dust up on the sidelines. Now, Peter will say he likes the passion, as you said earlier this morning, when there's passion on the sideline. But a dust up like that where you're like, yeah, Yeah, they're fired up. It's awesome. Well, now the Super Bowl champs are losing their cool on the sidelines. Everything's falling apart. So I do think that that does something to a team. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know what McVay's answer is to like, hey, rein it in. We got to put this pass behind us. But I do know that everything is magnified a hundredfold. And you can say, oh, things are magnified when you play for the Cowboys. Things are magnified when you play for a New York sports team. Things are infinitely magnified when you're the Super Bowl winner and every little thing you do that is not perfect is what's wrong with the Super Bowl champs. So sure. that's something they're going to have to deal with. It doesn't mean they can't work their way out of it. doesn't mean that they can't have the answers. But I just think that everything is going to get nitpicked apart right now because of what they just and did. And no
5: matter how many times you're told, hey, don't enjoy the banquet circuit, don't... It's hard to resist. Oh. And every second you're doing that, someone is picking it apart and saying, they're celebrating, I'm working. Yeah. And that's just a storyline they're going to have give
1: to Give us it. a quick nugget on McVeigh. He's never started 2-2. Two two. This is his worst start ever, if you can call that worst. Where's his head He's at? been confident
5: on Stafford the entire way through this thing, and I think that this team is a bunch of winners and a bunch of champions. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to fade quietly into the night. They'll have a second. off has been better than Stafford this year. Yes, he has. Oh, my gosh. Objectively. Yeah, much better. Yeah. crazy. We've got the best rookie in the entire game here, and that's Jason McCourty, who's been crushing it in his first year on TV, and I mean that. But we got several rookies who've been crushing it throughout the season. J Mac, I love you, dude. Yes, sir. Love you too, Meldy. Week four, edition of my fabulous five. We go through the best rookies of the week. We start down with the Houston Texans, where Damian Pierce makes the list for having go. an absolutely awesome game against the Chargers. If you haven't seen what Damian Pierce has been doing, keep an eye on this guy. The big rookie running back from the Gators had a long touchdown against the Chargers. A 75-yard run. Here he is, number 31, Rex Burke. Getting a lot of carries weeks one and two. Uh, weeks three and weeks four, we've All got right. our guy that we thought we were getting this season. 75 yards from the former Gator right down the sideline. This guy had 14 carries, 131 yards, and this touchdown. It's the longest rushing touchdown in Texans franchise history by a rookie. That includes Arian Foster, mm-hmm. who was a great rookie for that, that was... Texans franchise. Who leads all rookies in running right now as far as stats go? That guy, Damian Pierce. We loved watching him all summer long dominate for the Texans. He's doing it in the regular season also. That's number five. Who's number four? Let's move right along to, what do you know, another Florida Gator? This is kind of cool. Bill's cornerback, Kair Elam, makes the list. Kair Elam, all we heard all week on all the other shows is that, well, The Bills have issues in the secondary. The Bills have issues in the secondary. The Bills have issues in the secondary. Hey, they drafted a guy in the first round who, by the way, is playing his butt off right now. Kair Elam only was targeted once, once all game. Take a look at his numbers here as he shut down that Ravens receiving core in some inclement weather. What This guy in this game, 43 snaps, one target. No one caught a ball. No one got a yard against him. Kair Elam. First-round pick, Buffalo Bills stepping up when he's needed. I didn't hear much out of Rashad Bateman. I didn't hear much out of Devin DuVernay, this guy right here. All we're talking about is the Bills' woes in the secondary. Nah, no, 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 no. We got a first-round pick, and he's playing like it. Can we go three for three with Florida Gators? Let's do it. Who you got? Can we? Number three. How about a Western Kentucky or Houston Baptist quarterback? <laughs> Our guy Bailey Zappi. I Bailey Zappi in a loss. Bailey Zappi was awesome off the bench. Imagine being told, hey, dude, you've got to go in there, and you're going against Aaron Rodgers on Lambeau with Nansen Romo calling the game, everyone in the country watching, and not only holding your own, but playing really well in this game. Zappi did not hurt the Patriots. He was making plays. This is in Lambeau. Zappi hitting Algalore on this one. Of course, he had the touchdown to Devontae Parker. Bailey Zappi, utmost respect for that performance. This guy was playing at Houston Baptist 14 months ago. Comes in here, and he's playing in Lambeau Field wearing the Patriots logo. I thought he was going to pull it out, too. I thought he had it. OT. This guy went 69 minutes and 59 seconds, and then Mason Crosby hits the game-winning field goal. Bailey Zappi, in a loss, makes the list. Devontae, get in there. (laughs) Number three. Who's number two? How about we go with an offensive lineman? Yes, an offensive line. I'm talking about Chargers left tackle Jamari Salyer. Jamari Salyer is a sixth round pick, a rookie. Rashawn Slater goes down yep. for the season. Everyone, or as we were thinking this season, he might be back, but everyone's thinking, what are we getting with the Chargers offensive line? They need to win this game. they got to keep Herbert upright. Jamari Salyer comes in with his first career start at left tackle. And Justin Herbert goes untouched. Mm. Jamari Salyer was awesome in this game. And we don't give a lot of love to the big fellas. We've got to give love to number 68. He was so good at this dude. A sixth-round pick. Was the anchor on that Georgia offensive line last year. Was so good that they got in the locker room afterwards. And take a look at what happens for young Jamari Salyer. Well... He actually got the game Oh, ball. yeah. How What's cool up, Jamari, this, man? Austin Eckler smiling. Yeah. All these guys fired up for big Jamari Salyer. He was on the show last year during the pre-draft. We yeah. love this guy. And he's showing up. This is what it's all about in the Fabulous Five. It's when your number's called. You don't have to be the first overall pick. In this case, you could be a sixth-round pick out of Georgia where you were a championship winner, and now he's getting it done for the Chargers. We see you, Jamari Salyer.
4: Number one. Number one on the list. Give it to us.
5: <laughs> Sunday night, I'm <laughs> watching this game. And there's this young man wearing number 10 oh, man. Here for we the go. Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> and he's getting the rock, and He's running hard. God, do I love Isaiah Pacheco. Isaiah Pacheco, every single time he touches the ball, is running angry. Look at this guy. He lowers the shoulder racket. So fired up for Pacheco. And then the kickoffs. Three kickoffs, 91 kickoff return yards. He does it all. He's wearing Tyreek's 10, and he's making that number proud. I'll tell you this, he's on kickoff coverage, Mm. he returns kicks, he does punts, he runs the ball, he catches the ball, and the Chiefs, who suddenly went to this, like, power running team on Sunday against the number one rushing defense in the league. They have a lot to look for in this guy here, number 10. He's number one on my list. There's no crazy highlight. There's no wild story. It's just Isaiah Pacheco, a seventh-round pick out of Rutgers, stepping up for a team when they need him, and he has been lights out. This is not the list you expected four weeks ago, folks. Isaiah Pacheco, a seventh-rounder. Jamari Salyer, a sixth-rounder. Zappi, a fourth-rounder. Kyir Elam, late first round, and then Damian Pierce, a third round pick. What do you got, guys? I love
1: Damian Pierce. I love that he finished that run because he's known for physicality, that he showed the speed. Who am I kidding? Peter is in full-blown love with Pacheco. You've been writing your name, Peter Pacheco. You've been making a mixtape. You've been naming a star after him. You love Isaiah Pacheco, and we love you for it.
5: Jason, this is a
4: Ruckers man right here from South Jersey. You're a Ruckers man. Talk us about Pacheco. From Violin, they call him Pop. And like you said, first kickoff of the game, he blows somebody up up on a kickoff coverage, coverage, and it takes on another block. The guy runs the ball like it's going to be his last carry. Loved him since he was at Rutgers. It's been fun watching.
3: him. I love the picture that you showed us, Salier with yeah. the holding up. That, I mean, that was a cool, that's a very cool thing. However, Bailey Zappi, I like his name. Happy. I did my Houston Baptist research yesterday, i.e. Google. 5,000-seat <laughs> stadium. That's what he played. 5, that, that was the stadium that he played. Can I tell you
5: something? Joe Burrow threw 60 touchdown passes for LSU. We talked about it for months it was the greatest college season ever quietly two years later Bailey Zappi threw for 62 touchdown passes hey. Bailey Zappi is the record holder for division one Zappi. Touchdown wow. Bailey Zappi let's go now is
0: the time to accelerate innovation T-Mobile for Business is powering Formula One Las Vegas Grand Prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure reliable 5G connectivity because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace see what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at t slash now view 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.
2: whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years have a plan and know the game be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose take a break And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services.
6: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
1: Based on that performance, how high will the Niners mm. be power ranked? Mm. And in fact, it is time to check out the power rankings Let's by go. ahead of week five. Uh, Peter, what's the name of the film that's out right now that's blowing up the world? Uh, Bros. Bros. Philly, I- okay. Okay. Bros. Uh, I'm very. Um, Interesting movie that came out. I've not seen it, but it's, it's in the headlines and it's a romantic comedy. So let's do it according to a theme of romantic comedies. First up, the Good Luck Chuck Division. Uh, you know Dane Cook, you admire his work. 32, Houston Texans. Really? Worst team in the league. This Good is Dan luck, Hansen's Chuck. power. Who was
5: it? it was Dane Cook and who
1: else? Jessica Alba. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the cheetah hit another movie Jessica Simpson. Yes. Uh, Jessica Beale, I don't think made it. Chicago Bears, the 30th upper left corner. Look at the Patriots in the Good Luck Ooh. Chuck Division. What the hell? They were like Bailey Zappy? All right, moving on to the Beautician and the Beast mm. division. A Fran Drescher. Man. Can anybody name the male lead in, in Beautician and the Beast? Anybody? I'll wait. Seven, Arizona Cardinals, 17. I'll give you a hint. He used to play James Bond, New Orleans Saints, New York Giants, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, it's Timothy Dalton in the Beauty and the Beast. Um, moving on to the, let's say the Sarah Marshall division. I love Sarah Marshall. How do you not? On the upper left, Vikings and Dolphins round out the 10 best teams in the league, according to Dan Hansis. Then you have the Rams last night, who only scored nine points. Titans, Cowboys, a three game win streak. But moving on to the Pretty Woman division. I love Pretty Woman. That's I suck for it. I'm Team Kit, by the way. I like Kit DeLuca. Broadway show in London, uh, or West End show, was that right? I saw that on the Didn't market. know that. Um, the Eagles are the prettiest of the entire group, they are number one. Followed closely by the Bills, Chiefs-Packers. Look at the Niners, guys. Mm -hmm. Top five. Rich, Dan. Whoa! All right, so... Dan Hansis usually joins us, and incidentally, he has a new podcast with Colleen Wolf called The Power Rankings Podcast, where you can get even more detail behind his decisions, and based on those rankings, you might want it. So it's the perfect opportunity for him to try to defend himself to the passionate fan bases around the league. Um, He couldn't join us today, so we said we thought we would submit some tweets, I think we're going to do. We have tweets about it. Hansis has the Niners all the way up at five after the big win against champs. Um, Let's see the tweets. Let's see the tweets. I think that's what we should do. Some angry
5: fan bases. Of course. Go ahead, Peter. What do you got? I got one here from a Giants fan. Let's see what we got here let's bring up the tweet the tweet guys do we have it here we go it's from from big blue lou danny boy i know you live in la and apparently now you live in london yeah it's true he's all over london that's and that's true. A lot, Kansas is huge a lot of yeah there's this tiny city called nyc and it's the giants are three and one they're 19 three below denver two below the saints incredible I, I think there's a lot of validity to there. Is Dan not? I mean, I know he's he's in London. He's enjoying mm-hmm. himself. They're doing tea time mm-hmm. live podcast, and I love that for those guys. Mm-hmm. Is Dan aware that the Giants are three and one? Well, I, they're coming. I'm kind of with Big Blue Lou. Well, not until they get to Dan does he actually know that they're doing. That. <laughs> so I'm with Big Blue Lou on this one. I think the Giants need a little more respect than 19. They're three and one.
4: Okay, maybe it's because Dan's a Giants fan. Them. I agree. do yeah, yeah, so you think, Jay? You have a tweet? Not. Let's yeah. The, the Cowboys fans are kind of upset, and they had a tweet that they wanted to talk to well, we got, Dan as well. What did the Cowboys? This is from G. Jeans and bolo ties. Dan the Man, have you watched my Cowboys lately? How are we behind the Rams? You must be hanging out with McVay in L.A. or something. Yes, the Cowboys are 13th. The Rams are 11th. Cowboys are 3-1 and one right now, finding a way to win with Cooper Rush. They should be higher. I agree with you. Rock your bolo ties and your jeans. Get a cowboy hat as well. What do you got, Sarah?
3: All right, well, the Chiefs came in, what, third on that list, I think? I got, a, yeah, I, got a third. T- I got a tweet from Chiefs Kingdom, um, and it's uh, the sent in by... Pat Mahomes for president. Sure. <laughs> yeah. He says Mahomes is gonna pull his latest Houdini and make you and these clearly wrong rankings disappear the way he does to defenses. Don't disrespect mm. Chiefs mm. Kingdom. Mm. I don't know, you guys said it earlier this week, though. Like, could anybody have beaten the Chiefs on, yeah. on Monday, on Sunday? No.
1: Well, the Eagles or the Bills will be the only ones in question because they're yes. the only ones ahead of them. They looked really, really good. Peter, have you heard of this guy, Isaiah Pacheco? Have
5: you seen this guy? Isaiah Pacheco. He's amazing. Just keeps <laughs> I it. want that jersey. That was oh, Peter's tweet. I'll wear it Thursday. Send the jersey, guys.
1: All right. Uh, let's get uh, one more tweet. That's definitely a real tweet. Uh, Let's bring it up. What do we got there? From Muscles Marinara. 26 you honestly think we're eight slots worse than the Saints? What is wrong with you? Watch a game sometime, man. I should have your job. Muscles, Hashtag Jets. Marinara. Muscles marinara. <laughs> I'm sure they're huge on, on TikTok. Uh, yeah, those, the Jets all the way down there. They, look, they're behind the Browns who they've beaten. They're just above the Steelers they beat. I would think Dan Hansis, a lifelong Jets fan, would be reveling in this 2-2 two and two record and the head coach just flexing on the sideline. But that's Dan's deal. It's not power standings. It's power rankings. If he was here, he would say that. Yes, we have to go. Be sure to check out NFL Power Rankings. We're by Energizer. Every Tuesday on
0: NFL.com now is the time to accelerate innovation t-mobile for business is powering formula one las vegas grand prix operations and epic fan experiences with secure reliable 5g connectivity because an event this big and this fast deserves a network that can set the pace See what our 5G advanced network solutions can do for your business at tmobile.com slash now. View 5G device coverage and access details at tmobile.com.
2: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services.
6: Okay, quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. Obvious.
2: Second and ten, Bridgewater fires a quick pass,
5: intercepted at the nine-yard line. The
4: ball back now to the 20, Von Bell to the 45, the 50, and the Dolphins' 45-yard line.
2: Von Bell's second interception of the game.
3: That's a fun football game there yeah. for you. Our next guest is a veteran leader of the reigning AFC champs, a key piece to the Bengals' defense, and he showed us in last Thursday night's game against the Dolphins. Please give a warm welcome to Bengals' safety, Vaughn. What up, Vaughn? Yeah. Let's go! Let's go, it. Appreciate it, appreciate
7: it, appreciate uh, it.
3: Let's start, yeah, let's start with that performance from last Thursday night. You had not one, but two interceptions. Did you feel like that was a statement game for you and your defense?
7: For sure, we always just try to put our best football week in and week out, and we're just going out there just challenging, making plays for one another. So, just putting our best football towards uh, that Thursday night game, prime time. So, just going out there just flying around, making plays.
4: Yeah, prime time is the best time to show it everybody's watching. Thursday night, I was up. We were in London. 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm watching the game, and you guys, you showed up and you showed out. And like Sarah alluded to, AFC champs last year played in the Super Bowl. You come back this year. You're now kind of the hunted in a sense. Everybody knows how good you are, how well you played a year ago. You guys start rough 0-2, but now you have back to even, back to 500 with two wins. Do you think you guys have kind of picked up steam and you know where you're at? Are you still figuring out what's the kind of pulse of the team right now?
7: Uh, we just worry about an uh, in-house locker room, um, just really playing our best brand of football, challenge each other, going uh, day by day, and um, not really getting too high too low. And just trying to just uh, play complete four quarters. So that's what we're doing. Uh, keep on gaining confidence, believe in one another, just going out there, just showing it week in and week out.
4: Vaughn,
5: you're one of these guys who had such a big college career, played with all those studs who are all over the NFL. You and Eli Apple are now part of that Cincinnati Bengals defense. We saw Tyreek run in his mouth a little bit. You yep. guys get the win. What was the post-game chat with Tyreek Hill from you and your college teammate, Eli Apple?
7: Man, we just got to reel him back in I uh, say, man, it's bigger than this. Uh, I just got to keep him heady a little bit. Sometimes got to reel him back in. I said, man, get away from that. Don't worry about it. We got the dub. Let's get out here and let's go have fun.
5: You've been a a great ambassador of the sport You've been in different places And we love seeing you have success with the Bengals Uh, Your offense is now coming into form a little bit Especially the offensive line Which was much beleaguered How much trust and faith do you guys have In that front five That they can keep Burrow clean And that you guys on defense can do your thing
7: we got all the trust in the world. We believe in those guys. We see it week in and week out. We see it day in and day out. Those guys putting the work in every day uh, at practice. And uh, we, we truly believe that. And we know Joe will make the right throws and the right checks for the offense, putting them in the best position to win. So we keep on seeing them growing each and every week with their confidence and guys making plays down the field. And they just keep on showcasing their talent. So, you know, defense, we, we just try to get the ball back to them and put them in the best field position as possible. So, and get those guys to get it going. So uh, we, we got all the utmost Uh, confidence in that that group.
1: Vaughn, it really seems like Joe Burrow is one of one. He's really unique. He's unbelievably confident and cool. And all we really see is him at his press conference. And sometimes we see him doing the walk-ins of the stadium and everything. But what is something that we don't see about Joe Burrow that that, that might intrigue us, that we don't know about?
7: Man, he just got the ultimate swag for sure. Like you just said, um, always cool, always calm. It uh, n- Seems like nothing really ever phases him. So uh, we just see that week in, a week out. Even in the locker room, playing ping pong, and guys just all that's just being genuine. Guy, that's just who he is as a person. So we, like, we just glad, we glad we got him in our corner for sure.
3: But I get to get to the most important questions here in this interview Go with on. you. Forget forget about like the talk about getting back to the Super Bowl. We need to talk about what you guys are wearing when you show up to yes, we do. the games. Like last week, it appeared to be a silver silk jumpsuit. Sweet. Uh, Joe Burrow also showed up to the game dressed to impress in a floral suit. We yep. want to show that. I mean. You guys are kind of like the cool kids at school, and everyone's following you guys, see mm-hmm. what you're doing for fashion trends. Who on your team has the most swag right now, and what Ooh. are you wearing next week? Jamar's pretty good.
7: Jamar, yeah, but they all come to me and see what I, uh, I ordered my stuff from. But mm-hmm. uh, I think me and Joe for sure uh, got the most swag, probably mm-hmm. for sure. And my boy is always, always like? shopping, always trying to see what's in. So, yeah.
4: Mm hmm. Okay. What, what what name brand was that silk jumpsuit? I may have to go. I may have to go get me one. And show me. Tell me where I can go find that.
7: I can give you all my secrets, man. Uh, but I might
4: have to text yeah. you about that one. <laughs> hey, I hear that. Yeah, you, you text me that. I get that suit. Then I'll put you in Uwe next week, uh-huh. and we'll highlight some of the plays that you're out I kinda there. I kind of want to wear that suit. Okay. Hey, that's a bad That's a deal. That's a deal. <laughs> Halloween's coming up, guys. No doubt about it. You'll have plenty of opportunities because this week you guys are going a division game against the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson. I've had to play against this guy. He's electric. He's all over the field. What goes into the week of preparation? Is there somebody special that plays him quarterback during the course of the week? What is it like preparing for Lamar?
7: Uh, it's pretty tough to emulate that because, uh, you know, he's a one-on-one talent in this league. Uh, like you said, very electric, uh, make anything happen on his feet, and he can make, he can make the throws now. So, Angel find this guy 89, Aaron Drews, and, uh, man, he just it's like all collective mentality going against this guy because he does so much and he's so dynamic. So, it's definitely going to be a tough week in a divisional game, like you said. And it's going to be one of those uh, four quarters, so uh, we got to put our best 60 minutes together.
3: Yeah, huge test for you guys on Sunday. Thank you for getting up with us this morning. We appreciate it. I don't know what you have planned for the outfit, but I mean, if it's prime time, I'm assuming it's got to be pretty good, Vaughn.
7: It's gonna be great. Wait and see.
2: Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble.
0: Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 414 24 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a straight talk extended silver unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount.
6: You can rent a car, a house, even that little black party dress. So why not rent the stuff you need for your home too? The place to do it is errands. Choose from thousands of new products from the brands you love. Online or in store. Pick a payment plan that fits your budget and pay a little at a time until it's yours forever. But if life changes, you can return it any time. Or even upgrade it with something new. Rent what you need. It's better at errands.
0: Approval not guaranteed. Restrictions apply. See store for details.